This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. In 2003, American television viewers were introduced to Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, a makeover reality show where heterosexual men had their lives transformed by a quintet of gay hosts, the Fab Five. Each had his own specialty. Ted focused on food. Cayenne grooming. Jay culture. Breakout Carson handled fashion. And Tom was tasked with interior design, completely remodeling guests' apartments in a visibly unfair division of labor. The show was the first mainstream hit for Bravo, leading the network to completely shift formats from highbrow fare like filmed British stage plays and inside the actor's studio to focus instead on reality TV. Today, with hit franchises like Top Chef, Vanderpump Rules, and countless real housewives of various municipalities. But Queer Eye's impact was more significant than transforming the fate of a deep cable channel. In a much more homophobic America that would go on to re-elect George W. Bush with a popular vote majority, it made stars out of openly gay men and made straight men everywhere comfortable with concepts like using conditioner and matching their shirts to their socks. But the Queer Eye cast weren't the only fivesome to burst on the national scene in 2003. That same year, the Morell sons, Jim, Matt, Chad, Ben, and Tyler, would begin franchising the Virginia burger chain co-founded by their parents. The collective namesake of their family company, the Morell sons each have their own Queer Eye style specialty. As per Papa Jim Morell, quote, Matt and Jim travel the country visiting stores, Chad oversees training, Ben selects the franchisees, and Tyler runs the bakery, end quote. The East Coast burgery quickly attained national prominence and would become a personal favorite of fellow D.C. area resident President Barack Obama. In 2018, Netflix rebooted Queer Eye with a similar format but a new cast for a new generation of viewers. But at the Morell's Burger Chain, which now has over 1,500 locations, the original Fab Five of Sons still steers the ship. This week on Doughboys, we return to Five Guys. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, the Low T-Rex, the Spoon mm. Man, a.k.a. Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell. Okay. The Low T-Rex, I get it. Like you have low T, mm-hmm. but like a T-Rex, the dinosaur. That was courtesy of, I picked this one with purpose, Brian P., who says he's from a shithole in upstate New York. I believe which it. Which I know pertains to both uh, you and our guest. And uh, yes, that's uh, Brian right. wrote... Thought of this while watching the first Jurassic Park, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Wow. Hey, the first where we all fell in love with the T-Rex was the first Jurassic Park. Mm, yes. That wasn't the moment you felt when uh, when he ate the lawyer. My first flame, I would say. You know, my dad was a lawyer, so I stood mm. up and I booed. I booed the T-Rex. Oh, he, the cowardly lawyer getting eaten off the toilet. He's great. Upset he was, by that. He's a good character, that lawyer. He's good. Yeah. He's a composite character. And that was like, because I read the book Jurassic Park. I was so hyped for the movie. I read the book. And this was, I read the book before I knew a movie was coming out. 
Nick. And and then I heard and then I learned a movie was coming out. And I was like, this I, this is unbelievable. I already read this book. Like it was like the first time I I connected an adaptation in that way. Nick, while you're talking down to me, tell me what a composite character is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, and the every, well, everyone knows what a composite character is. We're all adults. Uh, we took English lit, but I it was like me as a kid piecing it together, piecing together the concept because mm. there is a com- the the lawyer is a composite character in the movie of uh, of, the, of the lawyer and some other character who I forgot who's from the book, who's actually the cowardly guy who gets killed. I I I, tr- I think I read the book maybe after I saw the movie. I tried to read the book after I saw the movie, and there's like. As a child, you know, I was whatever, 11 when that came out or something like around that mm-hmm. age. When, when did it come out? 19, was it 1993, 94? Three? Oh, 93. All right. So 11. And uh, there's like, just like long in the book, there's just like long stretches of like the gecko RNA is superior to like it just fucking bullshit yes. that no child. I mean, I guess you loved it. It seems like ate it up. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the dino shit. Let's talk IRNA. <laughs> um, but I love the movie. My, uh, still yeah. in my, t- I think in my top ten movies. I wonder how our our guests will feel about that. Um, I know that there's some people like uh, I think that if you're you were it were like just a child when Jurassic Park came out, there's maybe more love for it than than some people have. But I but a movie that I remember like my dad was like that was cool like I think it was one of those movies that dads thought were cool too I, I remember yeah that you and I were the perfect age for when it released um mm-hmm. but I do think people younger than us and older I think everyone loves Jurassic Park universally beloved yeah yeah I, I wonder what I wonder what the teenage like a teenage crowd would think about you know they're all watching TikToks <laughs> back then in 1993 <laughs> they were ahead of the curve yeah they were, they were in 1993. You were watching TikToks. You're you're looking at a grandfather clock, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, here's a drop. I really don't. Oh, howdy ho to Spoon Nation <laughs> or Slice Nation. I mean, I, it's still Spoon Nation. I, this is embarrassing. Our guest is good today. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. There's also three drops in here. Okay, drop. Here it is. Hello, I'm Mr. Slice. Are you tired of the noids in the test kitchen? And the inevitable heart attacks that come with another mediocre fucking pizza chain. Then call 830-463-6844. But I'm a real tightwad. Can I afford this remarkable system? Here's the deal. I'll give you the Mr. Slice experience. I'll bring over a pan with dough in it and the sauce and the cheese. You just got to put it in the oven at 500 degrees. So remember... Call Mr. Slice. That's my name. That name again is Mr. Slice. Okay, so <laughs> let me just quickly say <laughs> we got a good guest today, okay? And I, I got an issue with our producer, the Drop King. Uh, you picked for a, for a good guest. He, he doesn't know what these drops are. You picked the most confusing fucking thing. I've ever heard. I was confused by it. <laughs> it's from it's Mr. Plow from The Simpsons. It's that mm. it's the Mr. Plow commercial, and they just dubbed in Mr. Slice your your nickname. I mean, it's mm. pretty straightforward if you know the reference. I, I know. I, I, I yes, sure, okay, you're right. I mean, you didn't think that was a strange one. They're all was, strange. They're all the same to me. They're all, right. all on the same level. It was. Oh fuck! Wait till I read this email. 
Enjoy this new nickname while you can, because if history is any indication, Slice King will soon be hot on your heels. Your neighbor, Mike Machetto, Moschetto, I don't know how to say his name, at Mike Moschetto, M-O-S-C-H-E-T-T-O. How how would you pronounce that, Weiger? Machetto? Quincy Mass. He's from Quincy. Wow. And then he he gave a shorter version. Look, Mike, I liked it, but unfortunately... I got to come to your house in Quincy and kick your ass. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the what's what? No, go for it. No, you go for it. Mitch, let's introduce our guest. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's an actor and comedian from Review and Eastbound and Down. His podcast are Bananas for Bonanza and the Andy Daly Podcast Pilot Project. Andy Daly is here. Hi, Andy. Hello. How are you Thank- guys? Doing Good. great. Thank you for being levels. here. What do you, what, what's your opinion of my levels? I think, they sound, I think you sound great. They you like sound my fantastic. levels? fantastic. Really? Yeah. What if I turn down my own gain a little bit so I'm quieter to myself? Is that fine? That's fine, too. Yeah, you sound <laughs> okay, great. Okay, good. <laughs> fun. It's so fun. Yeah, it's I don't fun. know what I just heard there. You said <laughs> before we started recording, you said, I'm going to play a little drop, and then and I just and I said, I don't know what a drop is, but yeah. I don't tell me. I'm, I'm curious to find out in the Me? moment. And I... I have to tell you, I still don't know. <laughs> but also, was that a was that a, a functioning phone number in there? Yes, that's the Doughboys hotline. You can yeah, call and leave line. a voicemail. So yeah. Oh, okay, good. I, yeah. I was suddenly terrified that you had revealed someone's phone number. No, no we oh, didn't no. dox anyone but ourselves. Eight three zero four six three six eight four four. Which is used basically for uh, a lot of people call in, tell us their QAnon conspiracies. Yeah. Oh, good. It's a- <laughs> It's good to keep abreast of those. Mm. Um, Andy, dude, thank you, thank you so much for being here. I, I'll mm-hmm. start with this because I know it's the only thing on Mitch's mind. You, like, uh, like Mister Slice, like Mike Mitchell, are an alum of Ithaca. Go you bombers. went to the same Go the bombers. same university. Yes, that's right. Not a, not really a university, just a college. Okay, <laughs> what's the distinction? <laughs> the a distinction is that a university contains multiple colleges. Oh, okay. Uh, Ithaca College is one college unto itself. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's there's different schools. There's the Roy H. Park School of Communications, which I'm sure where you were you were a member of that school, correct, Andy? Uh no. Wow. Here's, well, here's what happened. I I <laughs> I had terrible grades in high school, but mm-hmm. and I wanted to go to a communication school. So I applied to Ithaca College and they sent me a letter saying, You we have not accepted you into the communication school, which is quite competitive. We have accepted you into the college, and you can choose any one of these na- uh, any one of these other majors and departments. And they just sent me like a long list, and mm-hmm. so I just randomly chose English. And my plan was to transfer into the Park School as soon as I could. But then my grade point average, my first semester of college was one point four eight. Wow! Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, so that kind of dashed those dreams, and then so instead I auditioned for the um, theater department, and I spent the rest of college as an acting major. Ah, okay. I yeah. went. I went in as a computer science major. Oh. Uh, and they wrote. I remember my first class. They wrote code on the board, huh? and they said, "Who understands this?" And everyone else raised, raised their hand except for me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then I was like, "I don't think I want to do this." So then I. I, I bounced, uh, the, then I transferred into the communication school because I think yeah. one of the deans just kind of felt bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember any any computer science? Do you remember any computer programming? 
No, you know, I liked computers. You know, I, yeah. I liked. Uh, You're using one now. I liked Oregon Trail. That was uh, that sure. was kind of the deal of I liked and like I think I knew how to like set up like modems more than like people in the neighborhood. So in my mind, I was like, I could be a computer scientist and I was good <laughs> at math. Yeah. And mm. so uh, uh, but, you know, just completely out of my depth over there. I, 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 I couldn't I couldn't handle that stuff. I was as, I was very as someone very who was. Also initially a math major and uh, did computer, I mean, functionally was doing computer programming professionally for a while, I, you would be fine. Because if you know math and you have any sort of basic of, you, you know, some basics of computer art where you're fine. It looks like, uh, is Mrs. Mitchell popping into the frame she here? Is, she is popping into the frame here. Hi, Ma. Hello. She's popping out now. She's gone. Now, Mitch, do you want to give us some context for what your situation is at home right now? There was a bit of a uh, there was a bit of a uh, the water heater I believe yeah uh, oh like I don't know what happened there was water over the basement floor but also there was a big storm which which mm-hmm. Andy uh, knew about had some family and that uh, mm-hmm. that for us turned out to be kind of just like a it was a dud of a storm like going to see a Doughboys live show basically Wags. <laughs> Like you're all excited ahead of time and you're really getting prepared, getting your snacks in order. Yeah, and then and then, and then it just turns out to be like, wow, that was I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget all about that by next week. Not what you're expecting, not really yeah. fun. Hmm. Um it it, it turned it turned right. You know what? It the, the ground looked like a like a like a colorless slurpy. It was very mm. like it was like a gray it's gross. Uh, just a gray mess out there. Um and so, kind of, I love snow. So I, I was looking forward to to a couple, a couple feet. I was I was ready for a big snowstorm, but it's we got nothing. Which, speaking of snowstorm, hmm. yes, Andy, did you like did you did you did you like being in Ithaca? It's a very cold place. It's a uh, you're constantly dealing with the snow and the cold. Yeah, no, I, I so um, the dorm that I was in was called New Hall at the time. I think they changed the name a bit to Eastman Hall. It's like a V shaped uh, by the. the the old tennis courts by the garden apartments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that is about as far away as you can live from Dillingham, which is the theater building. So yes. I had that that walk all the way across campus every every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to be at an eight a.m. class. Wow! And the the uh, I I have this visceral memory of literally being pelted in the face with ice. Yes, that's uh, like wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, as I get older and like forget most memories, that's like when I look back on college, that's like I just remember being cold quite a bit. Yeah. And there was a period of time where um, there was somebody in my dorm who had Mm. broken both ankles or something or something weirder. Like she had broken one ankle and one collarbone. So she couldn't get around on crutches. And so she was in a wheelchair temporarily and she had the same classes that I did. So I had to push a wheelchair. (laughs) All the way across wow. campus for an 8 a.m. class with ice pelting both of us in the face. Oh my God! Yes, that 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 sums That's up gnarly. the Ithaca experience in many ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you uh did were you did you live in the towers at all? I was an East Tower person for oh, for one nice. year. No, I never yeah. lived in the towers. I lived in the okay. lower quad, mm-hmm. uh, Eastman Hall. Okay, and uh, uh, then that was it. Then I moved straight to New Hall, and I was there the rest of the time. Oh great, yeah. Or maybe it's Wayland Hall now. I don't know what the hell it's called. We maybe did we maybe didn't overlap, but I'm sure we overlapped with with food. Did you have any did you mm. have any eats in Ithaca that you really enjoyed? Uh Well, I was at, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was wondering like, you know, what my freshman year Rogans was a big deal. I don't know if you had Rogans. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we had Rogans. Yep. Okay. 
Rogan's uh, chicken parm sandwich that you could get till like three o'clock in the morning just it just blew my mind. And Rogan's was basically a gas station, correct? Like it was a gas station <laughs> slash like food, and and there was food there basically, right? That's fair, but but I mean a, a hell of a chicken parm sub. Uh, I love that. And then there was also a sandwich place called Irving's that I don't know mm. if it was. I, I actually worked. I loved that so much that I worked there. I was wow. their de- delivery guy there. for a while. Yeah. Wow. I, I uh, yeah, I delivered sandwiches all around Ithaca, which was really wild. I mean, sometimes I, you had to deliver them to these massive Cornell frat houses Yeah. that were like, I couldn't believe they were like old silent movie star homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my buddy Chankton lived in, and he lived in Kai-Fi. Uh, yeah. And it's like just this giant old mansion house. Yeah. And uh, like it was just filled with a bunch of, you know, kids. And it, it's 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 crazy. I, it, it, it's it's very, it's insane. Just these hundreds of year old houses that are on gorge, like on the sides of gorges and yeah, kids, yeah, students falling to the gorges all the time. And it's <laughs> terrible. But uh, it's did, quite a thing to show up there as the uh, sandwich delivery guy who's like, <laughs> you know, 40 minutes later than they hoped you would get there. As I always was. <laughs> hey, nice house. Yeah. What took you so long? This is going to be cold. As you were driving through snow or whatever you had to do to get yeah, there. Yeah, I had I was- a, a, my dad's Chevy Celebrity Station Wagon is what I was driving in those days. And and getting up, there were lots of times where it's like, I am not going to get up this hill mm-hmm. in this snowy conditions. Yeah, that's that's the other thing about Ithaca is just Ithaca College itself is on a hill. So like Rogan's, that gas station place is like, a little like not fully down the hill but like a little like a little bit down the hill yeah. and then there's the commons which is like which is nice but then in the snow and the cold it's it's tough to traverse and go down there and and hang out but that's that's where a lot of people were hanging john thomas was uh john thomas steakhouse was one of my favorite spots and i think you never you never went nope not ringing it, a bill it's closed now for it's mm. it's closed forever as well and then Moose- it closed because of the quarantine or was this before that it it uh it closed during quarantine, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Oh, wow. But I think that they had like thought of ending it. I don't know. It's sad, regardless. But Wags for you, yes. Vegetarian this year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Moosewoods was the uh, was like a famous vegan restaurant. In, oh, you'd love uh, oh, Moosewoods, Nick. You'd love you'd love Moosewoods. Hopefully that's. I mean, it's pretty famous. Hopefully it will survive. But what, what's the thing to get at Moosewoods? Um. Oh. The, like, the, like, what kind of fare is there? Are we talking sandwiches? Are we talking t- just sort of, yeah. The moosewood platter. You can't beat it. Mm. <laughs> I've only, I only ate there once and I was happy to see that they had uh, salmon on the menu. Uh, but it is, <laughs> it is a vegetarian <laughs> restaurant. You can get the um, uh, uh, moosewood cookbook. They have a very good cookbook. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I, I, think, I, I maybe just said that it was vegan. It is, I think it is just a vegetarian restaurant. Right. Uh, yeah. But I'm sure you can get plenty of vegan dishes there. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll go uh, do. Maybe we'll go do a show there. Like when I went and did uh, the me and a couple birthday boys went up there, and um, they were like, "Man, you, like you guys got like a pretty good crowd because there was like fifty people there." But they were like, "You should have seen it last week, though. Dave Franco and McLovin were here, and this place was packed." <laughs> what was the venue? Where, where were you playing? It was uh, the the in in the park school. It was the. Uh, it, Oh, it that was, room. Thank you. My 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 mom just brought me a tuna fish sandwich. Thank you, mom. Oh, that's nice. Oh, delightful. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, there she goes. Hmm. Uh, that was very nice. Um, very sweet. Hmm. Uh, 
it was in the 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 park school auditorium is 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 where um is where wow. we did we we spoke to like uh uh 40 to 50 virginal dorks like I was I mean I was just speaking <laughs> I was speaking to a sad generation of former <laughs> me's and then um and then yeah they told us that uh, McLovin and uh and Dave Franco were there in that uh a group of college women chased them to their cars <laughs> that's exciting that was for a branded spot too like that was like they oh, were there okay. for like a like a t-mobile like branded integration or something where they were visiting college mm. campuses yeah um the same auditorium i watched uh the buildings uh collapse during 9-11 live as Christ. well really? really yes a very horrid on a big screen on a Jesus. on a Jesus. On a on a movie theater sized screen, I uh, I saw the uh, the buildings fall. My freshman year of college, in, my, in a politics class. Oh but man, very well, very very surreal. I mean, just a crazy thing to see in general. But then on a yeah, on you a gotta mo- see that on the big screen though. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, wow, yeah, that's real weird. Yeah, it was it was it was it was an interesting start to uh to my four years at Ithaca. Are, are there any, are there, were there any other food spots where you uh, uh there's Ithaca bagels right there's a there's like a lot of uh there was there any other spots that you can remember there's Sammy's Pizzeria and the other pizzeria place that, and then oh and then there's a great wing or oh, Sammy's has wings I believe mm. I'm, I'm, now I'm forgetting everything I'm doing a bad job. Can, well, can I just say, like, like of the region, the thing I always think of with upstate New York that I hear about, never been there, is the garbage plate. I don't know if that's something you've ever had, Andy. Nick, no. that's fucking Rochester, for God's sakes. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I used to go to College Town Bagels was a very yeah. exceptional bagel place. The mm-hmm. Nines was a great place to get pizza. Yeah. Um. There was a pizza place that I worked at that I can't remember the name of, but the pizza there was great. What was it? It was like it was like a basement in College Town. It was a subterranean pizza place. Mm, wow! And uh, yeah, the 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 Glee the Cornell Glee Club used to come in every Wednesday night and get drunk and sing Randy versions of their Glee Club songs. Oh, that's wow! Fun. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I also worked as a dish machine operator at a restaurant called Plums, which I think would have been gone by the time you were there. It was on, it was just off the commons. It was on like the main drag there. Oh, okay. Your title was dish machine operator. Yes, that was the job that I applied for, dish machine operator, which I think they probably put that in the listing to make it sound like you're just going to press a button. But it was the hardest job imaginable. It was right. awful. It was, it, was, it was everything bad. The thing I often say about that job is that there was one day, I'm in there, I'm scraping cheese off of these ceramic French onion soup bowls. Oh, man. And, and, just, and I had to clean up, and I, and I had to do preps. It was terrible. I had to clean, like, sometimes the walk-in cooler would get, like, a, a quarter of an inch of just chicken blood on the floor, and I had oh, to clean God. that Dear up. Lord. And then one day, all these waiters kept coming and saying, hey, the urinal is backed up, which I don't even know how that happens. But I was standing there going, hi, I wonder whose job it is to address a backed up urinal. And like a minute later, the manager comes in and hands me a plunger. Oh, God. Oh, it's me. I'm the person that handles that. That was a bad job. Did you have DP dough back when you were there or or, uh, was was that around yet? Because DP dough is a thing that I got delivered Straight to my in my house, my senior year, there was a door that went right to my room. What is so, it? Uh, 
It's like a calzone. It was just like oh, calzone. There was a buffer zone, a buffalo chicken calzone mm. that was very good. And then um, shortstop deli was, I'm sure, oh, was yeah. around. I yeah, I love the shortstop. shortstop. Shortstop deli was great. That's that's yeah. like one of my. That's one of the places I'll hit up when I go to when I go back to Ithaca. What, what do you get there. at a shortstop deli? Well, Nick, you would love it because mm-hmm. there's like you can get like there's like these there's pizza sandwiches and you can get like a you could do kind of like a chicken on the pizza sandwich so it's like kind of like a chicken parm or like and then there was truck sauce so you could put that on there just like big loaves of truck bread. Truck sauce. Ba- Wait, yeah. have, we, have we talked about this before? No, I don't know if we have talked about it before. It was kind of like a hot mayo-y sauce, you know, like one of Ooh, those kind great. of special sauces. Mm. Um, but uh, you could also get like, I think there was like singles, doubles, triples, or like grand slams, and grand slams were huge or something. And then mm. like, it would just be a loaf of bread, basically. But you could get like a, <laughs> wives, you could get like a Reuben. You could get like a giant, a grand slam Reuben or whatever oh, that man. was just fucking mm. gigantic. And they put all the sandwiches through like a like a toaster oven. It was the the, the sandwiches were genuinely good. They, it was yeah, they it were was good. It was good. It was a, it was a good spot. Baseball themed uh, yes. deli, and I think you could also fill up your tank there. Am I wrong? I I, I think you could. Yeah, I feel, that feel again. That feels like most <laughs> kind of a running theme. It seems. <laughs> I, th- I think I think the college itself had a gas station that you could fill up at. <laughs> it's a good college. Was mostly a gas station. It was secondarily a college. <laughs> did, uh, did you have a place that would deliver you milk and cookies to your dorm room? There was a no, business. Oh yeah, that is right up my little baby alley where I would probably order that all all the time. That sounds amazing. It did seem to me like a, a even at the time, and I knew nothing like an unsustainable model. Like the the price point on milk and cookies is not high enough to justify <laughs> delivery, <Yeah>. but. Uh, <laughs> But I, I appreciated it for however long they they were willing to lose money on it. That was that that was DP DP dough was the same thing that would the that that delivered the calzones because it would just be like five bucks. Right. But you know yeah. I think I think they would come to the campus with like like four hundred calzones or something. You know what I mean? So it would be <laughs> oh, yeah. just one trip and they would cover a lot of people. Oh yeah, because yeah. if you're delivering to the dorms, yeah, you could you mm-hmm. could just load up. That makes sense. Now, Andy, had had, had did, when you, you were you were a teen or a tween when 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 Jurassic Park came out? Oh, not uh, at all. You flatter me. <laughs> when if it came out in '93, is that correct? It came out in '93. That sounds right. That was the year I graduated Ithaca College. I was 22. Oh no! Uh, so, oh, yeah. so you, you probably you could have seen it in in Ithaca itself. I I am, but I don't think I did. Maybe mm-hmm. I did. But I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. But and I remember also thinking. I remember telling my cousin, I said, "This is going to be the biggest movie <laughs> in the world because everybody loves dinosaurs." And uh, I, I, he, he reminds me of. He was like, "You man, you were right about that." <laughs> 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 I don't always call it. I don't always call it on the box office. I get lots of things wrong, but that I was right about that one. Yeah. Is this this is, is is this something that he'll say to this day of uh, with with regarding Jurassic Park <laughs> with reverence? <laughs> no, I think he probably said it once in 1993, and I've hung on to it all this time. And you were right about that. Yeah, I was. Um, yeah. be- before you, I-, I-, I want to back up a little bit, but before you get to Ithaca, I know you grew up in New Jersey. Is that correct? Yes, indeed. 
a New Jersey great food state. Uh, it, it, we've we've had guests from New Jersey from the Garden State before talk up the uh, uh, what they, what you can eat there. Do you have any favorites from growing up? Man, well, the only thing I can think of that's that's particularly New Jersey is or East Coast anyway is is a nice hard roll. You can't mm. get that in Los Angeles. You can't just yeah, get a sandwich on a Kaiser roll like you can in on the East Coast. And we had a deli called Wilkes Deli uh, that has the best uh, potato salad in the world. As a matter of fact, that same cousin I was just telling you about worked at Wilkes Deli, and he partly got the job to get his hands on that, to figure out how they were making this uh, potato salad. And they were, it was like a state secret. They were like, no, we don't share that with just any employee. (laughs) So he never (laughs) found out. But man, you could get a sandwich on a hard roll at Wilkes. Oh, so good. That's that's a, that's a real New Jersey food for me, but I don't know what else. Uh, a lot of Italian food, a lot of I mean, you spent some time in New York, a lot of pizza in that yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was living in New York, I was I was um, very health conscious, mm. more so than I am now, and I, and so I kind of look back on that time and think, oh, I could have been eating some really great pizza, but I would literally go to this place that had a cheeseless pizza, and I, oh wow. <laughs> I would eat a cheeseless pizza, which can be good if you if you do like the Sicilian, like a Sicilian style with with just a heavy sauce and no yeah, cheese. But I mean, like covered in leaves. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> this was like salad on thin dough. It was a bad call. That was the era we we've talked about before, Mitch. But like you know, the the pendulum on what is and isn't healthy keeps swinging. Mm-hmm. And at one point, it was like fat is what's terrible for you. And so you yeah. would literally have like I I lost a bunch of weight in high school eating a low fat diet, and I was just eating so much just starch, just like rice cakes with nothing on them, you know. Um, which nowadays people will be like the worst thing in the world. But th- that's that's the same sort of thing. Like I, I I went to CBK. I remember as a teenager when I was trying to eat healthy, and I had a cheeseless pizza. For the yeah. same motivation. I was like, oh, the yeah. cheese is unhealthy. That's that's the part. And now they're just like, yeah, just eat the cheese. Don't yeah, eat the dough at all. That's the problem. Adkins. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bread was very healthy, I feel like, in my in my home growing up. There was it was like a like bread, bread like a pasta dinner with marinara sauce and a like a and and a loaf of bread. Yes. Was like I would like that was eating healthy. <laughs> yeah. Well, mar- marathon runners used to get together, you know, the night before a race and just pile up on the pasta and i think mm-hmm. that kind of trickled out to the general public as oh well pasta that's uh that's fitness food right yep yep <laughs> hulk hogan had a restaurant themed about that he hulk did? hogan's pasta mania yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> pre-wrestle for, for it, it was that mostly for pre for like pre-wrestle matches or what what like yeah, uh you'd, you'd, you'd load up and then get into the ring and then uh go have sex with your buddy's wife on camera <laughs> oh boy <laughs> What there a was a, there was a rumor he was going to win the Rumble Wags the other day that I think that would have been too. Uh, but he, the heat's not off him yet. I don't know if the heat will mm-hmm. ever go off him. He's yeah. that that clip is so incriminating because not only does he say slurs, uh, he oh. says, you know, I am racist. Which you like, and, and no one ever, no one ever is just like. Even people who are like just racist will say like, "Look, I'm not racist," but he's just like, yeah. "I am a racist." He's like makes that statement on it. It's so strange. It's such a that's odd like, thing to say. That's like after sex pillow talk to Hulk Hogan. Apparently, <laughs> all right. It's really, it's really a, an odd piece of video that you just rail your friend's wife, 
and then while he's there, <laughs> yeah. and then you just go into, then you just say all of your your deepest, darkest, uh, most hateful thoughts. It, it's such a weird video, and it's weird that I watch it on a weekly basis. <laughs> oh, that's very strange. <laughs> I will admit that I did watch it back when it was uh, all the rage. And the, the thing that stood out to me is that in the middle of all of it, he takes a phone call from his son. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> makes me never want to call my dad. Like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on over there? Oh, man. That poor kid. You know, that kid saw that video come out and go, oh, I remember that yeah. phone call. <laughs> That's what he was doing. <laughs> There's a similar thing in the in like during one of the uh, the Lewinsky calls, like or during one of the Lewinsky incidents, he takes a call from the congressman, and like in the testimony, it says which congressman he was on the phone with while he was, you know, oh. yeah, and which is again just a weird, weird layer. God. Hey, in the future, if I call you and you're in the middle of getting a blowjob from an intern, just go ahead and say, you know, let me know, and I'll hang up. I'll call you back another time. <laughs> Send it to voicemail. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andy, do you, do you, uh, 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 I know we're in bizarre times, uh, mm. pivoting topics. I know we're in bizarre times right now in terms of, uh, you know, uh, your line of work and Mitch's line of work uh, uh, acting on set. But in normal times, uh, I'm always curious. I want to clear it up and say, actors. Yeah. I just want to say more, more so Andy's line of work. Uh. You're a working actor. You're doing great. You're okay, in a movie. Okay. You got a movie oh, coming okay. out. Oh, you got a movie coming out. He's got a movie I, coming out. All I, right, I, I, tomorrow or uh, it, in in I believe in in the net within it's get it's it might be sold to to Amazon is the breaking deadline news. Mitch, this is going to be the biggest movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! I you called it. it you called it once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even know the premise yet. I don't know the premise. <laughs> I just need to know you're in it, and it's coming out. Wow, there's it's aliens, but hey, people like like dinosaurs. People do like aliens. People do like aliens. aliens. Yes, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People can't get enough. So when you're uh, when you're on set, Andy, uh, how do you manage all the food that's there, and uh, what what are your on set eating habits? Um, yes, that's a good question. So you know how there's always donuts. This Mm -hmm. is an interesting thing to me that uh, actors are are so expected to be inhumanly thin. Yeah. And then you're you're just presented with donuts at all times, all, yeah. all day. And um, I will often do a thing. I have a real uh, chocolate is a big deal for me. I have a real weakness for chocolate. If there's a chocolate donut, I'll cut out about like a fifth of it, and I'll and I'll walk away with that little piece. And mm. one time, a craft services guy said, "Yeah, uh, anytime somebody does that, they always." They they end up finishing the donut a little bit at a time. <laughs> he was kind of saying like, "You might as well just take it. You'll be back." And right, I was like, "You son of a bitch." That's true because that that is what I do. I'll, then I go back and I'll say, "Well, I'll take another fifth of it." I guess. <laughs> oh, nobody's touched this yet, and who would touch it? Who else is going to want some of that donut? It's just yeah, there for me. There there could be someone walking over saying they want three fifths of a donut or something. It's a possibility. Possible. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect for me. It's always that last fifth of a donut. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm uh, very susceptible to chocolate, but I will try. And and you can't. You can't. Like I have an apple here on my desk now. I like a good apple, guys. Sure. But the fruit available at the craft services table, where do they get it? The apples are tiny and mealy, always a few yeah. days past their prime. Yeah, never, Can't never great. 
because there you can find great food on set, but yeah, there are there are always those little tiny the little tiny apples, not not a full yeah. apple that you can really bite into and enjoy. I agree with that. That's that there's there can be good there can be good fruit, but I feel like mostly it's when you know on on film sets, Wags, you know this when they when they yeah. come around with the. Uh, like it will be like oh there's like a little snack they'll have like a prepared snack they'll bring around yeah, like a prepared snack yeah oh, and that's the good stuff coming around with parfaits yes yeah yeah, yeah. That, that will that, that's exciting yeah but I, but i'm Andy, did you ever not for me this is the issue i think with film sets is that it's like so hard to go to the bathroom that i almost don't want to eat during the day like uh mm. i'll eat lunch and everything like that but like just the fact that you're wired up and then, like, have to go, like, you're like, can I go to the bathroom? And then some producer or AD or something looks at you like you're a pain in the ass. Maybe I shouldn't be, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be asking these people if I can go to the bathroom all the time. But yeah, then, I know what you mean. <laughs> then you're going to go, I just, it, to me, I, I, I never like to eat too, too much. I'm always, I'm, not, I'm, I'm always kind of just like lightly snacking on stuff throughout the day. But, yeah, that's a good call. That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah, no, I did a three day shoot once where I, I don't know why, but I was just going Diet Coke, water, Diet Coke, water. And the number of times I had to tell the first AD, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. He definitely thought I was, I was insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my main memory of that shoot. The way that guy looked at me when I said, hey, is, it, is this a good time to go to the bathroom? Just like, what the fuck are you doing in there? <laughs> um, I, I, I found out that this place is called, the, the wing place was Napoli's Wings. That's a... No, what, a, what what was your freshman year? Oh, 2001 was your freshman year. So 2001 was my freshman year, yep. Yeah, so I, that's eight years later. So mm-hmm. all kinds of turnover would have happened. Did you, Is Moonshadow still there? The bar Moonshadow? Moonshadow's is still there. And, right, and I, I, didn't, I didn't go to it a ton, yeah. but, but, I, but I went to it a, like a little bit. I had friends who went there all the time. Yeah. But it's now called Club Moonies. What? Club Moonies? Yeah, it's, like, it's called Club Moonies. <laughs> Very weird. I don't approve of that. How about yeah. Macabre's? Is Macabre's still there? Macabre's are still there. I, I was I, I I went to Macabre's quite a bit, but then it turned into kind of like a kind of it kind of turned into like a like a it's, it's Club Cobbies now. <laughs> it was like a jock bar a little yeah, bit. When, a jock when I was bar. There. Yeah, yeah, that's not fun. Teetering on that. Well, Plums yeah. was right next to Macabre's, that the restaurant where I. Oh, okay. All oh, right. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now there's like subways in the like uh, not subway system but like a the like subway sandwich shops there's like yeah. there's like actual cuz it, it used to be a thing where there was wags where there was no uh where where there was like kind of like no chains or anything yes. like that it was all like a locally owned businesses yeah. in the commons no longer the case it's oh. uh, yeah that was that but Natalie went to uh UC Berkeley University of California Berkeley a famous uh, kind of hippie community uh but it's gotten like and it had the same thing it was just like a college town with no chains but as we've revisited over the years, it's like, oh, there's a Chase Bank now there. Oh, there's a McDonald's. It's like uh-huh. it's like slowly gotten more like like fucking everywhere. It's just the same shit as everywhere. Yeah. John Ross Bowie, who also went to he and I graduated the same year from Ithaca. He he's he had a joke that he was like, Ithaca is such a hippie town that they drove Ben and Jerry's out of the commons because it was too corporate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I worked at that Ben and Jerry's for like a couple of days. Wow. Wow. I did. Yeah, this is big. This is big choose. Why just a couple of days? Oh, well, then you're going to be really excited about my post-college job. Um, I because uh, the first time the first shift I worked, 
it was a weird thing where they paid me less than minimum wage because we were getting tips, you know, like they right. did that waiter thing of like, yeah. you get $2 and 15 cents an hour or something like that. Oh man. Yeah. And, Awful and law. At the end of this shift, which was like a Thursday night shift or something, we divided up the tips and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> this is no money. Like why, how does anybody work here? Like, yeah. I was shocked by how little money it was. And so that my next year, I unfortunately, I just simply didn't show up for my next shift. And then mm. I was subjected to one heck of a lecture from the manager of Ben and Jerry's. But this Ben and Jerry's uh, had a guy living upstairs who was this total like old long bearded hippie who we were told was a very close personal friend of Ben and Jerry's. And wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he was lived- he stationed there above the Ben and Jerry's intentionally, or was this like a thing? I don't just- know. I mean, I guess they bought the building, and he was like, "Hey, I'll I'll live up upstairs from it and pop in every once in a while and wander around like a hippie." Oh man, that is uh that's a very com- uh, Ithaca Commonsy sort of sounding thing. That's a. Uh, I think yeah. I, I would I would it would be big trouble to to live above an ice cream. Oh yeah, stop. that's deadly. Because yeah, I feel man. like especially that like. Oh, a little treat or some dessert or something. I think maybe that would is is one of the worst places to live above. I justify it to myself all the time, just popping mm-hmm. down there for a scoop, oh, and it would yeah. be it would be deadly dangerous. And then they're cooking those waffles. The smell of the oh, oh yeah, waffle. yeah. Oh, god, yeah. that'd be st- that'd be tough. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, you 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 had a little tease there. You said oh. you love our job your your job after college. What was that all about? I was a waiter at Bennigan's in Englewood, New Jersey. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dear Lord, I, you, you, I mean, I want to make it clear that we should have had you on the show a long time ago, but we're always afraid of like how bad the show is. Yeah. <laughs> and how you're one of the funniest people on earth and we are uh, embarrassed to have you on. Yeah. I'm delighted uh, to be here. I'm, oh, I'm man. thrilled to be on the show. Although I do have to tell you that I, I am pretty anti chain restaurant and anti fast yeah. food at this time of my life. Right. I get it. We get uh, it. Yeah, but so in some ways I'm the worst person to have on this show, but uh but yeah, I know I have experience in the uh in the fast casual space. Uh, <laughs> so you so you're working at Bennigan's. Uh mm. what was that uh, what was that scene like and uh, uh anything any anything notable stand out from your uh your service there? Many things. Um so this was uh, 93. I'm working at the Bennigan's in Englewood, New Jersey. This was post-flare period. So we were wearing uh, chinos, uh, like khakis and white button-down shirt that we were mm. expected to iron. And so one of my memories is being in my parents' basement, ironing my Bennigan's clothes and the smell of barbecue sauce just coming off of the clothes. Oh, <laughs> like my God. The, being wow. heated by the iron because it wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't wash out. Uh and the, our, our manager wanted to make, he said at the orientation for new employees, he said, uh, he, it sounds like a joke, but he said, I have, my marriage is over. I barely get to see my kids. Uh, I live in a shitty apartment. I have nothing but this Bennigan's and I'm going to make this the best Bennigan's in the United States. And if you are on board with that goal, welcome aboard. If not, there's the door. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I mean, nobody was on board with that. <laughs> it's, it's impossible to want that. So, but, you know, I, I stayed. And yeah, we would just, you know, we had access to um, a keg at the weight station and all these plastic kid cups. So we were mostly drunk. 
all the waiters were drunk most of the time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was weird. It was weird working there because the, the cooks in the kitchen had photos, laminated photos of all the entrees and they would, mm. it was just like, just make it look like the picture. <laughs> that wow, was their, their right. directive. I also remember that they had a trademark on, uh, the dessert death by chocolate. That was just an odd, an oddity of the menu. It would say death by chocolate and then a little trademark next to it. Like, how can you do that? <laughs> How can you trademark a manner of death? <laughs> are there are there any are there any of are Bene, are there Bennigans left? There has to be, right? I, I went to a Bennigans, I think the last Bennigans in the LA area the day it was closing. And this was back when I was working in the video game industry. So this was like 2007 or something. They've, Nick, they've mostly been shut down, yeah. Can I make a guess that you were disappointed with your death by chocolate and that it didn't bring actual death? <laughs> <laughs> The thing I remember, they had a hamburger egg roll that I got, mm, which was an appetizer, what? which is one of the more vile things I've ever eaten at any chain restaurant, including for the show. That um, sounds terrible. Yeah, it was it was truly, truly bad. I, I looked up the legendary Death by Chocolate. It now has legendary uh, as a oh. prefix, and it still mm. has the trademark. Legendary Death by tra- by Chocolate, trademark, Bennigan's. Uh, this is rich chocolate ice cream, almonds, marshmallows, chocolate fudge sauce, Twix cookie bars on a Ooh. crumbled Oreo cookie crust. And covered in a chocolate shell, pour on hot chocolate topping. A lot going on there. Wow! How can you order? Because because I, I do believe Bennigan's is all gone. I, yeah. Is there one Bennigan's left somewhere? Uh, there must be. Yeah, there must be a handful of locations, or they still just have the website you know, up. Yeah, oh, they just have the site up for historical reasons. There was also the uh, the fifteen minute express lunch. Do you guys remember that? That was uh, oh wow. You would order your meal, and then the waiter was supposed to put a stopwatch on your table. Uh, and oh, if, no. if it took longer than 15 minutes to get your entrees, your meal was free. Oh, that sucks for oh, everyone. God, that sucks that's... for everyone, including the person getting this meal that was rushed yeah. down to avoid <laughs> having to buy it. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And the guy who trained, I was shadowing a waiter, and he was like, look, here's the deal. I, I don't put the stopwatch on the table unless they ask for it. <laughs> That's a great call. Is, That's or, smart. It's smart, but it's a real cheat. And people would be disappointed. <laughs> people are like, that took more than 15 minutes. He was like, oh, sorry, you didn't ask for the stopwatch. I, I hang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great move, honestly. I, I, I And also, you put the person in the position to be like, can I get the stopwatch? Yeah. And that's the biggest. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Right. <laughs> I want a shot at a free meal. <laughs> well, there are two other observations. One is that people did not feel that they had to tip at a Bennigan's the way you tip at a proper restaurant, which mm. I, I kind of get. And number two was that there was a, obviously a corporate headquarters in Houston because every time I came in, we would hear something like, this this is coming down from Houston. We're doing the roll-ups in a whole different way now. If there was always something different <laughs> that came down from Houston. It was like, we're no longer putting out our own ketchup squeeze bottles. We're putting out the Heinz bottle. This is from Houston. It was always... <laughs> they were constantly making tiny little tweaks to Bennigan's. It's like it's mission control. Yeah, NASA and, <laughs> right? and, and Bennigan's. I, it's, wow! Houston, why? Why? Why Houston? Why is why why is why is Houston the home of all these? these I'm not giants? sure. 
I mean, a lot of these are, are a lot of these are located in in uh, you know Florida and and mm. have corporate offices in Texas. I, I imagine just because there's ample real estate and probably low uh, state tax, you know, that's mm. usually the reason that anyone's headquartered anywhere. You don't need a um, highly skilled workforce coming out of major universities, right? Yeah, <laughs> to, to work in the corporate office of Bennigan. Um, but they're still, but their website's still there. And you know what I think the way, from, from just my, my quick glance at it, it looks like either there are some locations still lingering or they're just trying to franchise again. They're just like, we mm. still have the brand. So if you want to open a Bennigan's, we'll give you the franchise. Mm. Um, and Hey, that, you know what? That brings us to this week's chain five guys, which was around for almost 20 years mm. before they began franchising. Wow. Founded in 1986 by the Morels and their sons. There are five guys, in fact. The five guys are the five Morel sons who run the company in different capacities. I gotta say, a good, a good yeah. name, Wags. Five Great guys. Great name. Is, it sounds like a Scorsese movie. I, 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 wanna, I wanna see, I wanna know more about the five guys, honestly. It's a bit of a mystery. Mm. Yeah, they they all they all from what I've read they're kind of like the Ninja Turtles and they all have a different task within the company. Like one guy oversees franchising, one guy oversees the kitchen, one guy oversees you know the uh, 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 the branding. Um, wow. But uh, so they they've all got their own their own little skill set they focus on. Uh, there are fifteen hundred locations worldwide. Uh, Andy, we're we're kind of limited in what chains we can cover these days because mm. Mitch is in Quincy, I'm in L.A. We're in different parts of the country, and then also. There are, uh, uh, you know, the just because of COVID, uh, different places have different limitations. Um, but uh, we gave you a few places to choose from. You, you chose Five Guys. Do you have any connection to Five Guys going in? Not at all. I have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard of it. Well, you know, I wanted, I had a slight connection to Fuddruckers, and then my wife worked there in uh, Chicago in the 80s. Oh, wow. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'll try that. But they, Fuddruckers has closed down all of their Southern California locations, like recently. Yeah. Which yeah. we didn't, we we found out via you. Like oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. They, they'd closed the Santa Monica one within the past year. Good, um, good, good, good podcasting by us. We, yeah. found, <laughs> we found out the restaurant was closed via our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe something we should have been on top of. Definitely, yes. Someone's job, not our job, but I'm, someone I'm, someone who works for us is their I'm job. I'm happy to take that on for you guys. I'll let, any, just run a bunch of places by me, and I will find out if they're still in existence. I, I could set aside an hour a week for that. <laughs> yeah, there was the Fuddruckers up in, I assume the one in Burbank was still functioning, but I guess that one closed during quarantine. Gone. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I have no connection whatsoever to Five Guys. Uh, as a matter of fact, getting my hands on Five Guys was slightly complicated because oh. of covid i had an odd experience where i was gonna DoorDash it it's on DoorDash, but there's mm -hmm. a weird quirk of DoorDash. there's got to be a way to work around this but if there's multiple locations you can only order from the one that is geographically closest to you and in this case that is in the glendale galleria mall and it is mm -hmm. closed and so there was no way to order through DoorDash for another place but so I, it does the, does the thing. I went through the whole order. I ordered everything I was going to get. I pressed order. I got an email from DoorDash. Okay, we got that. I announced to my family that hamburgers were coming. And then I get an email saying, your order is canceled because the place is closed. At which point I <laughs> found the phone number for the uh, uh, five guys in Glendale. And I, I called them. I was going to get an explanation. And a man answered just saying, five guys. And I said, uh, DoorDash says you're closed. What's going on? He's like, yeah, we're closed. And I was like, well, what's the plan? And he said, we're hoping to open February 22nd. But the way he said it, 
it's not going to, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But, but then what that means is that there is a guy sitting at the five guys in the middle of the Glendale Galleria mall. What answering the phone? <laughs> What's they're, that yeah, like? Maybe they're just getting enough inquiries about canceled DoorDash orders. Like, we got to have someone on this. That's so what a weird. weird life that man must have right now. These yeah. are strange times. He's sitting in a non-functioning fast food restaurant all day just in case somebody calls. Now, Andy, I don't want to, you know, this is this is purely speculation, and I don't want to hype this up, but yeah, it's possible you were talking to one of the five guys. Oh, my God. I never <laughs> even thought of it. <laughs> I never even considered that was one of the five guys. <laughs> How I wish I had said that. Which guy are you? Where, where are you in the order? In the birth I'm, order. I'm, which guy? I'm the phone guy, so clearly I'm fifth. I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the fifth guy. I was unexpected. <laughs> um, I had a I had a similar situation where mm. you know the the Five Guys app is a little janky, and that's what I what I used. It's it's kind of like sometimes you get these apps and they're really sleek and 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 slick, and sometimes they're just like you're just feeding me the website, and it's mm. it's this is basically one of those. You can, you know, customize your burger pretty well on it, so it, it's it's useful for that reason. But in terms of actually ordering it, it's a little it's a little bit of a, a of a hassle. Um, and it similarly sent me to a location like I could not figure out how to toggle to a location that was that was closer to me and not in a mall. Mm. So it sent me to the mm. one at the Fox Hills Mall, which is the closest location to me, and I went to pick it up. Thankfully, the Fox Hills Mall uh, Five Guys, it's one of those ones that's on the peripheral, uh, the oh, yeah. periphery of the mall, so you can enter from the outside. So it was, you know, not like I had to spend a bunch of time inside a mall food court or anything, but it was just a, a, a just a little bit of an annoyance for the same reason. Uh, Mitch, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you had something, a similar experience? Well, I was getting mine at the start of this big winter storm uh, mm, that, wow. uh, that I had mentioned. So I pulled up. It was it, the Five Guys in Quincy. When I lived in Quincy, there was no Five Guys, and 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 uh, it's only I've never actually even been to the one in Quincy before. It's in the the new Quincy College building. Is kind of like right in Quincy Center. And I took a class at Quincy College, a community college in Quincy. I took a class there one summer, some history class, but uh, mm-hmm. not in this building. And this is kind of got this new building and Five Guys at the bottom of it. It's a little tricky to get to, so I parked like right near Quincy Center. The storm was starting. I got out of my car. It was right at a red light, and the wind, and when I opened my door, the wind blew my hat off, and it, it raised above my head, but I caught it, oh, and then I nice. looked over, and there was a woman stopped at the red light, and she was laughing at me. She saw the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she saw the whole thing. She saw the, uh, like, she saw me be like, oh, my hat, and grabbed my hat, and then put it back on, she was laughing at me. Um, that sounds funny. <laughs> and, uh, and and I used the app. I I, had or- I basically ordered it in my car because uh, uh, right right outside the restaurant and just wait. It was it took eight minutes I think. Smart for it to be done. I did not know there was an app. I ended up ordering on my laptop on their on the Five Guys website, but mm. delivery was not an option. So I also ha- I had to drive to Pasadena and pick it up in uh, oh, downtown boy. Pasadena. Jesus Christ, we're sorry. No, it's fine. It was it was uh, <laughs> it's the farthest I've driven in a year. Oh. Just about. <laughs> God it damn it. Just 10 minutes away. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, off, I offered my mom some five. I was like, do you want to get some five guys? She was not interested, Nick. Well, one of you the, know one what? of the few uh, places just didn't had no interest in getting it. 
this is this is fascinating because I had the complete inverse. Natalie almost mm. never wants what I'm getting. She, I'll say like I like I have to go to this place for for Doughboys. She's like I don't want that. You know, like she'll usually just just uh she's just not into it. Um, but Five Guys, she was thrilled at the prospect mm. of Five Guys. She was so excited, like like in like anticipating it days in advance of when I was going to get my Five Guys lunch. Wow. Um, and so she it 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 was a, it was definitely a hit with her. I mean, it's it's a place she really likes. I think it's think, her. Was she waiting for the Five Guys episode so she could leave you? Have you checked and seen? <laughs> <laughs> Finally got something out of this marriage. And now I'm gone. Uh, Andy, your family, where, what was their reaction to the prospect of Five Guys? And I guess Five Guys as it, as it came. Yeah, I said uh, I said at about eleven, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do this Five Guys thing, and it was like, oh, okay, whatever. And my thing was, I was just gonna order enough for everybody, whether they ate it or not, you know, sure. you know. Uh, and sure enough, my 13 year old daughter, at the time that I was leaving, she was making herself a ham and cheese quesadilla on the stove. So that was all right. Well, there's a burger's coming, and you're not gonna have it. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, when I got back, uh, I'm delighted to say that my eight year old daughter scarfed down her Five Guys hamburger, and that is wow. kind of a that's kind of a victory. There's a lot wow. of like, uh, oh, you're not eating, okay, around here. There's <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> abstention at mealtime, but uh, she really she she dug it. That was wow. huge. She did not. They do this. I also got a hot dog. Sometimes she likes hot dogs. I was just covering my bits. Maybe it'll be the sure. hamburger or the hot dog. So I've got both. And uh, they do the thing with the hot dog where they splay it, you yep. know? Yeah. Uh, and that she does not recognize as a hot dog. So right. Oh, interesting. It was just like, no. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's fat. I love the split hot dog. What do you, what do you think, Mitch? I, I did not. Li- I would rather have had just a straight up hot dog. Like the. The side, the satisfying snap that I get in like a round hot dog, it, it, which all the slow, I like a boiled hot dog. I don't need a snap, but like, mm. I don't know. There was just something that that it felt more sandwichy to me. I I didn't. Mm. I would rather just have the straight up hot dog, why? Because I I didn't I didn't love it. I think they do it for like packaging purposes because oh. it's very flat, right? Like it's just a flat, uh, or maybe not. I don't know. I, I feel like they just split I don't know. Down I don't the know. It's just. If it's ease of grilling, I'm not sure what the what the reason is. Mm. I, I I don't when I'm making a hot dog on my own, I don't do that. But when I encounter it, I'm like, oh, this is a nice change of pace. You know, I, I have I guess I'm I'm probably overall neutral on it. So um, I guess the reason they do it is that it it feels to the customer a little more high class. Yeah, that's a possibility. Mm. I agree with that. That it's this is our way of doing it. This 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 little special split and two dog. But I don't like it. Yeah. I like a hot dog. I like a round hot dog. Wags. Wow. Uh, well, we should get into uh, our orders for this week. Mitch, you were beginning to, to tell us about yours. Well, do you like a split? I like a, I can like I can enjoy a split hot dog if it's split down, the, but not completely split in two. Yeah, just mm. a little bit of a, a, a yeah, I don't know, a little bit of a laceration. Like sure. Just like kind of like split opens. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Of course, you like a laceration, Wags. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got... I got a few things. I, I yeah. tried some stuff that I had never tried before from Five Guys, but the menu is pretty small. I mean, it's it's limited stuff that you can get there. There's not a lot of things you can get. Uh, I got a bacon cheeseburger, and I got that with bacon, mayo, ketchup, mustard, onion, lettuce, pickles, tomatoes, and I made it a, a double bacon cheeseburger. So 
Well, it, and to, cl- to clarify for anyone who is unfamiliar with Five Guys, um, mm-hmm. which is maybe none of our audience, but just just to cover our bases, yeah. uh, the their standard burger is two patties. So, like, if you get their regular burger, it's two patties. If you want one a single patty, you get the junior burger. Or they call it the little hamburger. The little one, yeah. yeah oh, okay, little. so then that means that I got a triple cheeseburger. <laughs> or maybe you just got double the bacon on it. Mm, I added a patty. So there was a chance that that was three. It makes sense to me because... I very much was like, this is a, I didn't know that, Wags, or I, I did know that and I forgot about it, yeah. because when I got it, this thing was like very much like a, 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 like a greasy meatball. It was like a big ball of meat, and it was very greasy, and the bottom bun just fell apart. It did not, it just fucking dissolved. Mm. I think uh, you probably got two double-sized patties, if I were to guess what mm, happened there. Okay. Yeah. I could, yeah, because uh, that, that, that makes sense. I, I try to go just kind of classic, like I said, mayo, ketchup, mustard onion, lettuce, pickles, tomatoes uh, on the burger. And I thought it was good. The beef is good. The beef is good at, Their at beef five is great. guys. Yeah. So they, they got they got good beef. I was disappointed that the the bur- the bottom of the burger fell apart. And for how hungry I was, I wasn't like as satisfied with the burger as I thought I would be. I, right. I We go back and forth on five guys all the time. But I do think it is it's better than a lot of other burgers, right? Like it's 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 a. Uh, but I don't know. Is it better than McDonald's? Is it even better than a Whopper? Do I want a Whopper more than I want Five Guys? I, I, don't, I don't know. The, the first time we reviewed Five Guys back with Dutton, um, I was a little harsh on it. And I, th- mm-hmm. I, I do regret that. That's a thing I regret <laughs> from this podcast. Because I think, I think I was trying to be like a little bit of a, I don't know if I was trying to impress Dutton or what. But I was like, I was not, Jesus. I don't think I really disliked <laughs> Five Guys as much as, I, as much as I acted like on that show. Um, as as I've had it more and more since then, in the years since then, I've been like, you know what, Five Guys is great. And have come fully around to like, I really like Five Guys. This might be a four or five fork restaurant. This hey, experience by the way, was, yeah. New rule. Only Ithaca College alums can review Five Guys. Wow. <laughs> so stay That's tuned a- for the next Five Guys with David Boreanis. Oh, and then yeah. <laughs> he'll do five, it. Five guys, four with CCH Pounder. Oh, CCH Pounder. And you get Gavin McLeod. I believe he's still alive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ricky Lake as well. We'll, we'll uh, wow. Some, wow. I don't know, though. Ricky Lake dropped out. I'm not sure she qualifies. <laughs> That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You got it. We, we, we need to see. We actually need to see the diploma. But Andy knows this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. 
Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. 
It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We are here with Andy Daly, returning to Five Guys. Uh, Andy, what was your order? What did you eat from Five Guys? Okay, well, I got myself a hamburger with uh, uh, mayonnaise, ketchup, and grilled onions. And then my wife got the same, but with uh, also grilled mushrooms. And then, as I say, I got two little hamburgers, one of which was eaten by my eight-year-old, the other of which was thrown in the garbage, along with the (laughs) splayed hot dog. Uh, And three orders of fries. Now, I'm curious to know about your your guys' fries experience, because for me, I feel like this was not standard operating procedure. It couldn't have been. Because I received my fries in um, just three white paper cups. And Mm -hmm. then they took another, I want to say, 50 French fries and just threw them in the bottom of one of the bags. And yeah, so this was a this was a not a great fry presentation. And they Mm. and I noticed on the um, order form after I had the meal that they one of their promises is that these fries are not going to be fried until you arrive to pick up your food. Uh, And I wish I'd known that claim before I went to get it because I would have checked on it. But I I, I'm I'm skeptical. And I (laughs) I also feel like if they did that, they needn't have bothered because by the time I got them home to eat them, they were just they were soggy, soggy fries. S- yep. Same experience with me, and and that is always how I, how I've gotten Five Guys. It's like a little paper cup with a whole bunch of spillover in the bag. How strange! Uh, I think that's just what they do. Yeah. Why yep. the plain paper cup? It just see it's it, it it doesn't say to me if they're trying to say like, hey, this is like a I don't know rustic casual. We're not I don't know. It just seemed like you ran out of something. You yeah. ran out yeah. of the, the usual thing that you put fries in, or just I, go I would full guess bag. Little- Why not go full bag? Just bag them all. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly why they do that. I would guess it's maybe a lot of times at these chains, it's like this is a thing we did once and then we mm-hmm. kind of became known for it. So we just kept it up for forever. Or it could also be that that I think that little container, if you get a small order of fries, that's what it comes in. So maybe oh. they're just using that as a baseline. Like, here's a small order and then we're going to dump in another, you know, cups worth on top of it. I don't know. I don't know exactly why they do it. I don't mind it. But I will say that the fries do not, uh, which are fried in peanut oil, do not travel well at all. Like, like uh-huh. I, same experience, got them home, super soggy. I got the Cajun fries, which are great because they have a little bit of, you know, I actually like their Cajun fries quite a bit. They, they're, they're well seasoned, but they're just, they're just a soggy mess. It's just, they're yeah. very, very mushy. But yeah. an enormous quantity of them. A ton of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I made them, I got, I got a large Cajun fry. Um, cause I was like, oh, maybe like my mom will eat fries. And then she didn't want any of the fries. There were, there was, there, we had too many fries left over. But I didn't my, my the fries for me that were soggy were only in the cup. The bag mm, fries were not soggy. They were they were actually <laughs> still pretty crispy. Um and that that spice, they got that Cajun spice has got it's got a kick to it, Wags. It's, I like uh, it. Yeah, I like it a uh, lot. Mm-hmm. I found my burger, 
my, I guess it's two patties. They were not holding together as patties very well. That was a, that was a complaint of mine. It was falling yeah. apart into chunks. But the, I feel like, isn't there a conundrum? I'm sure you address this all the time on this show. Are you judging this by the standards of fast food or are you judging it by the standards of, you know, 21st century Western industrialized <laughs> right food <laughs> that people can eat? Well, I mean, the whole, we, the whole panoply of things we can eat. Yeah, we we tell our guests to judge it by fast food standards. But, and and uh-huh. then we probably we 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 judge it on uh, like just all cuisine level. But we have shitty tastes. So we yeah, have terrible palates. <laughs> so we get a higher brow when it comes to food. Mm-hmm. But but I but I think the way that Nick and I have always talked about this is that it's how good they are doing at what they're trying to do, I guess. Uh, is, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you're if you're reviewing a slasher, it's like is that this slasher is not going to be you know the heights of cinema, but how good of a slasher is it? You yeah. know, and, and that's to say the how good of it, how good is Five Guys at being the very strimp, simple, stripped down uh, burgers, tr- uh, fries, and shakes place it is trying to be. That that's that's at least how I'd evaluate it. But honestly, it's whatever your own criteria is. I think even by that criteria, I I am going to be fairly harsh on Five Guys. Oh boy, yeah, wow. because because I think the idea of Five Guys is they're they're trying to be like a cut above your Burger Kings and your and your McDonald's's. Mm. I believe they consider themselves a fast casual restaurant as opposed to a fast food restaurant. Meaning, so I I actually looked up the criteria. Have you ever looked up the criteria? I've looked at this before. Yeah, fast casual. Let's yeah. see. It's it's uh average meal. This was upscale, unique, or highly developed decor. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> well, hold on a second. There are there sometimes are peanut shells on the floor, aren't there? Yeah. I did not see that, but I did see a sign at the register that said, uh, "We have peanuts. Go ahead and ask." I was like, "What? <laughs> Can I ask you for peanuts?" <laughs> they did have stacks of potatoes, bags of potatoes stacked mm. up on the floor. But yeah, I'll like also that. say when I walked in there, it did, it smelled weird in there. And I kind of thought to myself, you know, if I had if I had just wandered in off the street and had not already ordered food, I think I would leave wow. <laughs> based on the smell. Mm, interesting. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't really I don't I, I've never been I've never been a fan of like when there were peanuts on the floor, which I think they they not just do that anymore. Wags, because there used to be well, like I, I would guess shells, it's a quarantine right? thing. There used to be peanuts mm, yeah. all over the floor, and then there was a big bag of or a big uh you know container of self serve peanuts that you could just reach in and scoop in there. And I think they're just like this is wildly unhygienic. We can't do this anymore. Yeah. So that's that's probably why the peanuts are behind the counter. I, I don't know. I mean, it's. I don't think I've ever liked the idea of just like peanut shells being on the floor. You know, what I, I mean? don't love I, that either. That just, mm-hmm. yeah, I, did, I, I know what you're going for, and it's just not for me. But mm-hmm. that said, I do like that their fries are in peanut oil because uh, I, I think they taste pretty good when they're hot. And I think mm-hmm. you know there aren't a lot of places that would uh, that do that. I think places are usually a little bit more. Don't uh, get me wrong. conscious of allergens. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. If you walked into mm-hmm. my uh, bedroom in my apartment uh, in Los Angeles, there would be peanut shells all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but when I go into a restaurant, I don't. I, I that's why I go to a restaurant. I don't want them all over the floor there. And yes. same thing with my with my bedroom. Yes, there will be sacks of potatoes uh, laying around. Sure. <laughs> of course there are. But when I, when you, when, this I, is I, why I leave the house to go out to eat. I don't have to be staring at these sacks of potatoes and walking over peanut shells. That's reasonable. That it is. It is strange to me to have the potatoes. I think like the idea of that was because like. 
we got and and I do like the fact that they write on the wall like the potatoes are from this place. They at least did that for a while. Yeah. The potatoes came in from this place. Oh. So the idea that they're like getting these potatoes from different places and that's how they're making their fries like the but I believe them. You know what I mean? Like I believe that they're making their fries. I don't got to I don't have to see the actual sacks of potatoes. Maybe it is just a storage situation. I don't mind they, the sacks. I don't I don't have anything mm. against the sacks. I don't mind seeing the big stacks. Okay. The big sacks of stacks. The stacks of sacks. Well, in this case, you know, they, none of the tables and chairs were out because of COVID times. So that plus the stacks of potatoes just it seemed very unintentional. It seemed like Oh, got it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but I understand yeah. now that is a thing. They're like, check out the bags of potatoes that your fries are made from. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think they're thinking like everything here is fresh. We don't have any freezers. Mm. We're not going to have big bags of frozen, uh, you know, pre-cut potatoes that we got from, a, a, you know, Cisco or whatever. We've got potatoes, it, real potatoes in the restaurant. We're showing you now, where they're sourced from and we're going to well, cut I'm, them. Yeah. Just just to cl- clear it up for the listeners, you say Cisco, you mean the singer rapper Cisco? Yeah. <laughs> of the thong song fame. Yeah. Okay. He's, uh, That's he's in who they buy their now. potatoes from? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Real, real career shift, but a great second act. Um, I should get into my food. So the so here here was the challenge of eating at Five Guys as a, a vegetarian. As I'm I'm not eating any meat this year or fish. Um, they don't have any sort of veggie patty. They don't have a Beyond patty. They don't have an Impossible patty. What they have for a vegetarian beyond fries and shakes, which I did get, they have what they call the veggie sandwich. And the veggie sandwich, which I got with cheese, is as follows. Grilled onions, mushrooms, green peppers with melted American-style cheese served on a toasted golden bun with lettuce and tomatoes, plus any of your favorite 16 toppings. So it really is just, you know, the stuff that you get on a burger that's not a burger, I guess with mushrooms kind of being the substitute for the patty um, and uh, on a burger bun. I added to that extra cheese, mayo, mustard, pickles, and jalapenos and hot sauce because I'm something of a heat seeker. I was skeptical about this. Uh, well, I'll look, tell you right now. Sounds terrible. Yeah. It sounded bad, <laughs> and I was skeptical about it, but I was like, you know what? They, they do a grilled cheese at In-N-Out mm-hmm. that's a similar concept that's great, that I think is actually really, really, uh, really, really good. So I went in with an open mind. I looked at it. I was like, this kind of looks kind of good, mm-hmm. and I bit into it. It was pretty tasty. I mean, you have to like mushrooms. If you like mushrooms, this mm-hmm. is kind of just like a big mushroom burger. And uh, and and I, I I do like mushrooms, and, and I thought the uh, the extra cheese worked well. I, I it I was expecting it to be like too like goopy or something, but it was actually pretty good. Now, would I go here? Given my restriction, would I ever be like I'm going to Five Guys on my own to get this sandwich? The answer is no. Mm. It's not it's not to that level. But if I was with a work order and and I, or I was with like a you know a group and we're like, hey, we're all going to Five Guys for lunch. I'd be like, okay, there's something from Five Guys I can eat. So I, it's it's that level of satisfactory. It was it was not bad. Mm. Uh, Cajun fries I talked about were were mushy but well seasoned, and I got myself a shake. And this I really did some damage to my uh, to my body with this, but it was <laughs> fucking great. I got the double stuff Oreo milkshake, wow, which is wikes. Oreo cream and Oreo cookie. It, mm. it, it's it's Oreo cream ice wikes. cream with Oreo cookie chunks. It was fucking delightful. Wags. I yeah. also got a milkshake, and I too got the double stuff, Oreo cream and Oreo cookie. Wow, regular size, and I got whipped cream on top as well. And I also very much enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. Why I did I get it a down shake? on the drive home? No, I'm yeah. mad at myself. I didn't get a shake. 
They do have good shakes. They that's got that's one shakes. of the things they I think they do well. Um, maybe yeah, maybe was, maybe there was a sack of potato hiding it on the menu. You couldn't see the shake. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what happened. You know when I ordered on DoorDash, they did say only bottled beverages can be uh, delivered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't recalibrate my thinking when it when I was going to pick it up. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why. That's yeah. what happened. I, I I got it and I was like, oh, this looks melted. I thought it was melted, but it wasn't. It was just you know, it it kind of had a melted look to it because uh, it was so uh, so whipped up and it, the texture of it was great. I drank, I sipped almost the whole thing on on the ride home on an empty stomach, which was very very bad. Uh, uh, but it, it was, it been, it was I, fucking great. I can't call it the bite of the the night, but the the sip of my trip. Was probably, it was definitely uh, the sip of my trip, for sure. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I, I so whichever so... of the five guys is in charge of shakes is knocking <laughs> it out of the park. Really? <laughs> he really is. Good for him. There's an, uh, there's an episode of, a, like, I, I just started watching this, uh, this series alone. I was talking with, uh, with Andy and Emma early on when we were waiting, before the show, before, while we were waiting for Mitch. No, and, hold on uh, a second. The, yeah, the water heater issue. The water heater is truly is still flooded. I don't know what has happened. Uh, but the show alone is this survivalist show, and these people are out in you know it, it, the season I'm watching. They're in the Arctic by themselves. They're shooting themselves, and they're mm-hmm. trying to survive off of the land. And they're so, shooting and, themselves. Oh, they're they're filming they're, they're, themselves. They're filming themselves. Yeah, okay, they're filming Jesus. themselves trying to survive off the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there's a there's a moment where a guy gets a fish out. Like he gets a fish out. He, he catches a fish. And he's like, oh, it's it's a it's a it's a female and she has eggs and he squeezes the eggs out of the fish and then eats them raw. And he gets so sick immediately. (gasps) Really? Yeah. He gets like it just cannot like it just his body completely rebels against it. That's basically I watching that and watching what that guy went for. That's how I felt after the double stuff milkshake. I was like, I'm in this much intestinal distress. (laughs) So I came into the story, and so yeah. the guy squeezes the fish eggs out, and that's when Natalie caught you jacking off while you were All watching right. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now I don't know why he got sick. Now normally, if you get if you're having roe or whatever, that's yeah. not mm-hmm. cooked. It's right, is it? I I think what it I think it's it's maybe that the the stream is polluted. Oh, I yeah. think it's possible that the fish had some sort of parasite. I think okay. there's all sorts of reasons, or there's, it could just be that his like body a- was yeah. There's multiple levels here of why, why is this guy doing this? And then also, yeah. why are you watching it, Why? It's a great sh- You would love this show. And then especially, why were you jacking off? I mean, that was a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> that but is why, the biggest. <laughs> why, why, it, it's a good... You think this is a good show? A man Gingris ECs- is watching this show. Okay. Everyone, I, like, I, everyone's telling me about this show. I was yeah, like, all right, I'll give this show a this show. I, I I'll can't, give this show a chance. I don't. I'm not tempted to watch it, even though now this is like the fourth person who's told me I must. Somehow, it's not breaking through for me. He ate the fish eggs and then immediately threw up. Just he sounds, got sick so quickly, and that's the Weiger stamp of approval is to watch the show. All right, I'll, I might check it out. Yeah, I, I think you love it. Um, but I, it's I've, I, I keep I kept hearing it from everyone. I was like, all right, fine, I'll give it a chance. Watch, it. and then we were just instantly absorbed. Mm. Watch like four episodes in two days. It's a uh, it could be an autobiography about myself as well, the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should get to our final thoughts. Wait, on I, five... I, didn't, I didn't say my food. I didn't figure, finish my food. Oh, I got, oh, sorry. Finish your food. I got a hot dog with ketchup, relish, yeah. mustard, and onion. And like 
Andy was saying, I, I, I mean, I, I just didn't. Why split the dog? It just felt like less of a dog to me. Um, and like the the in in this way, the condom, like the the the, the condiments really stood out. Like it, like I was like this dog. Like I'm tasting less dog and more like uh, ketchup and mustard soup thing mm. that's going on with with, with all the with all the condiments on the split dog. And for the first time ever, Wags, I got a grilled cheese sandwich from uh, Five Guys, and I got a another t- veggie I, option they have. Yeah, I got tomato, and I added bacon because on with a grilled cheese, I like tomato and bacon on on the on the grilled cheese. Oh, you can get a BLT there too, right? That's on the menu. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like okay. The 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 tomato there was a couple pieces of tomato, so it was like on too thick, and it was just kind of cold. Like it like a, it just kind of stood out as kind of like cold in the center of the of the grilled cheese. If yeah. that was if the tomato was like cooked more or was was hotter or something, I feel like it would have it would have been a little bit better. Also, their bacon is very like you can't you can barely pick up the bacon. I feel like in in some of this stuff, like even on the burger, the bacon cheeseburger. I don't know if they don't add a lot or the the of the five guy who's the the fifth one of the five guys who's in charge of the bacon. It's not a it's not a good bacon. I I, I yeah. don't I don't know what the deal is. I, or like maybe you have to get extra bacon, but uh, but but. But bacon isn't their strong point. I, I I've never had good luck with their bacon. Like yeah. McDonald's bacon, it's just like it's it's never. It, it just it's some places do a good bacon. This place does not. And then I, I got a large Coke and I got a, a uh, this this milkshake. As I said in, like I said, the bacon cheeseburger. I, I'm 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 with. I've gone back and forth on it. I thought we were too mean to Five Guys. Yeah. But then I'm also like Andy today, where I'm like I. I don't know. I, I, is this even? Is it good? I, it's 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 a baffling s- spot for me, Wags. I don't know. I I, I it, truly don't know. It's a baffling spot, but we're gonna try to sort it out. So, Let's do it. Andy, here's what we'll do. We'll get to our final thoughts. We'll each give a closing argument, if okay. you will, on mm. this chain, and then end it by giving a score from zero to five forks. We will begin with you. Okay. So I think like uh, th- this place started being franchised in the 2000s when we already yes. had McDonald's and Wendy's Burger King but there were plenty yeah. of places to go and i feel like they wanted to distinguish themselves by ha- having fresher ingredients and being a cut above and a slightly thicker hamburger and just kind of make you feel like oh all right i'm not going to go to McDonald's that's garbage this place is good but uh i if that's their goal i feel like it is not attained i feel like soggy french fries and a patty that doesn't hold together uh, none of it felt healthy. You can tell me the ingredients are fresh, but that's not my experience of the ingredients. <laughs> and, mm. uh, and I put it, I sort of was comparing it mostly to in and out, which I also was disappointed by the first time I went to in and out. Of course, you wow. hear all this stuff about in and out. And I was like, what? It's just, a, it's, uh, what's the big deal? But, uh, I prefer in and out to five guys. Wow. So. I gotta give. Uh, I'm maybe I'll give it one fork. Wow, wow one fork. <laughs> Is that really bad? All yeah, of our no, jaws I, dropped. I love it. It's very funny. I. I, uh... <laughs> I mean, well, I guess if I'm comparing it on a scale of fast food, maybe it's better than that. But I don't eat a lot of fast food, guys. So stick yeah. with your one fork. All right, one fork. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Which is not to say I would do their commercials, by the way. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to be the national spokesman for five guys. Just I would love a, 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 a multiplicity type commercial with five of you, uh, five Andy oh my Daly's. God. The, How great would that be? It's a great idea. 
already you get that there's a brand there already. They they they, they feel very brandless to me, which is another issue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just the, the peanuts and the uh, and the potatoes. Like we talked about the sacks and and what what, what what there's it is like like you were saying, Andy. It is kind of this place where I'm like, what is the identity of this place? Is mm. it supposed to be? Uh, kind of like a, a step above those places. And then when I was eating it, I was like, I wish I just had Wendy's. You know, I, I did kind of just wish wow. I had Wendy's. Mm-hmm. But look, Nick, five guys isn't going to be five forks. It's not going to make it into the five fork club. I don't think, I mean, it already isn't going to make it into the Golden Plate Club, um, which we thought maybe on a revisit it would. But not only just because of Andy, but also because of me. I, I, this, this trip around, I'm still not sold on it. It was that beat, like that, that, burger that was kind of like a beef a, a big grease beef ball that the bottom bun was falling apart the shake was fantastic i really enjoyed the shake and and the fries that i had that were good that were crispy on the that were just in the bag those were good too i i, I enjoyed them but the dog i was disappointed by the dog the grilled cheese sandwich is good but like i'm never gonna get that grilled cheese sandwich there's no point in me getting it ever and then the burger was just was just okay and on top of that here's the other thing is like Andy said, if this is supposed to be like a step above the, it's not worth it for the price point. It was like 50, what I got was like $52 or something. It is pricey, yeah. And it was like three sandwiches and a shake and a drink and 50. That's just out of control for, for the, the amount of food that was there. And I know that it's the sort of thing of like, you're eating fast food. The calories are going to be bad, but just the burger alone was like 1000 200 calories or something which is maybe my fault because i think i got a three patty <laughs> burger but that the calorie count the calorie yeah. count was 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 way way up there and it's even that thing of like hey a big mac is 600 calories and i'd prefer a big mac than to 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 the burger i got that being said it's not the worst it just is it is now to me is kind of like I think I'm gonna go with like a C. It gets a three like three point five forks out of five. It gets a C. Wow. Um, that's it. That was and 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 you know I would rather eat at some sort of gas station stop in Ithaca. Oh, some man. sandwich there. Some burger there. They it just yeah. It's that not was my a, other complaint. I couldn't fill up my tank anywhere when I went <laughs> to Five Guys. I was like, how am I supposed to get home? <laughs> uh, it just just. It, it it was I was disappointed, Wags, and hmm. I had this big storm coming. I was excited to eat the sandwich while the big storm's coming, but like the storm, it was a fucking letdown. Both of them, boy. Three, hmm. it's, it's, you're disappointed, but still three and a half forks. You still have some because I because I, I mean like it's not terrible. It's not a ter- yeah. like a and and like <sighs> that shake was great. And the burger, if it was like I could see the burger being good on a different day too. Like that was a part of it. And some yes. of the fries, and some of the fries were good, but not, not the outing I wanted from it. Uh, I think it, 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 I, I, you both make good points, and I mm-hmm. think that a big part of what's going on with Five Guys, and I'm basing this in in part on my experience getting it. You know, when I was when I was like, okay, I'm not going to eat any meat for 2021. What would I like to have? I, you know what? I would like to have a Five Guys cheeseburger. I went and got a Five Guys cheeseburger in December, and it was very good. Uh, but mm. similarly, the you know the fries didn't travel well. Obviously, uh, I mean I feel like fries almost never travel well. Um, but can also, you, can you t- yeah. can you tell us anything else you did in the month of December? I like the fact that you remember you went and got this Five Guys hamburger in, in December, yes. and yeah, then anything uh, else? 
celebrated the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, I helped. Uh, I helped you load up your sleigh. <laughs> uh, I think. I, I, no, I, I like. I, I, I went there. I went to In and Out mm. Burger. I went to. Uh, you know. Uh, I, I went to this this uh the the place that invented the taquito um in uh in in in, in uh, downtown L A um in Alvarez Street uh, was, was, know, was, I, I went to a bunch of different places. Was there a thought in your head like this may be the last time I eat these if I just stay vegetarian? Yeah, I think there was definitely that was part of it. It was just like I might I might not have this again, and you know so uh, but but that TBD on that. Uh, but I will say that that the reason I bring that up is. Similar to this experience, I don't think they have figured things out during quarantine. I feel like this is one of those chains, like Wingstop is the other one, that just has not made any sort of effort at the corporate level, at the national level, to be like, hey, this is how we handle our quarantine, uh, our food prep, uh, our pickup, because it just seemed chaotic in there. And I went to two separate locations for these two different visits, and the same sort of thing. People just kind of milling about. There's no clear, like, here's where you pick up, here's where you order. And contrasting that with Panda Express, which we went to last week, which had a fantastic uh, pickup system uh, yeah. for for you know k- keeping everything distanced. Nick, Nick, and, it, Nick and I actually got vaccinated when we went to uh, Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> By a technician in a panda costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I, I think that that all that. I, I think the quality suffers in part because of that. In part because they just like the. They just don't have their act together uh, given these extraordinary circumstances. And and so I'm. I'm gonna be in the hand holding club with you, Mitchell. I'm gonna say this is three and a half forks. Wow. I, I think that's where that's where this belongs. I. You know. I. Even mm. if I had had meat, I probably would have had a similar evaluation to this place. Mm. Um, cause yeah, I think they've, they've just, things have dipped a little bit, uh, due to our, due to our, our new reality, but Hey, that was our review of five guys. I don't think we were too harsh on it this time, Mitch. I think we were appropriate. Yeah. I think we were, we were honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, they got to figure out their quarantine situation. You're right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Dr. Fauci should be one of the, uh, five guys. That would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> they could get him. Yeah. <laughs> so only three and a half of the guys are showing up. In your yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Three full guys and one torso. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, that was our review of five guys. It's time for a segment. We got a segment pitched by our own associate producer, Robert Persinger, the Drop King. Mm. This is, in honor of our guest, bananas for bananas. Oh, Jesus. I will name something. You tell me if it's a banana varietal, if it's a type of banana, oh or if it is a city in Nevada where the show Bonanza is set. So you have you can say banana or Nevada. Okay. Those you say options. banana or v- Nevada? Nevada. Banana or Nevada. Yeah. You know, you could also say Bonanza, I guess, if you wanted to. You can say banana okay. or yeah. Bonanza. Well, oh, banana that or seems banana. to make more sense. Okay. Banana or Bonanza. Now, so I got a question for yes. our, our producer, the Drop King. Um, Associate so, producer. Associate producer. Um, was was your plan to just embarrass us in front of it? Between this and the drop, <laughs> were you just trying to embarrass us in front of Andy Daly? Distinguished alumnus of Ithaca Gas Station in college. <laughs> I think this is fun. I think this is good, clean fun. Mm. Yeah. I but disagree, we'll find but out. Let's, let's get it over with. It also okay. sounds really easy. 
<laughs> All right, banana or I'm bonanza. Just, I'm, just, I'm just finding out Nevada is a state, actually, from mixing oh. that up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Buzz in mm-hmm. with your name and tell us your uh, tell us your answer. First okay. up, Cavendish. Andy. Yes. Uh, that's got to be a banana. Andy, you are correct. Yeah. Next up, Laughlin. Mitch, I know that's in Nevada. There was a you show right. called Laughlin, Nevada. That's mm. right. There was. Viva mm. Laughlin. All right. Paradise. Andy. Yes. I don't know, but I'm saying Nevada. <laughs> it is a city in Nevada. <sighs> wow. You have right. two. Mitch has one. All right. <laughs> Number four, Praying Hands. Mitch. Bananas. You are correct. This is banana. You guys are you guys are four for four so far. Wow. Andy's prediction of this being easy was correct. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can stump you with these. Panaka. Andy. Mm, Nevada. That is a city in Nevada. Wow. <laughs> Next up, Manzano. Mitch. Banana. You're right. Oh We've God. yet to stump you with these. Wow. Let's get to the home stretch. <laughs> Caliente. Andy. Banana. Caliente is a city in Nevada. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I've been stumped. Okay. Number eight. Ladyfinger. Mitch. Banana. Ladyfinger is a banana. <laughs> I mean, that is that a, a, a stump one? Next up. Goldfinger. Mitch. Uh, Austin Powers. It's not Austin Powers. I mean, it is Austin Powers. I get. Do we? Do you get that one? It is Austin Powers, but that's not an option. I think I should get a point of some sort. Yeah, clearly. I'll give you a half point. Uh, Goldfinger, banana. Of course, banana. Got to be a banana. Goldfinger, also a banana. Mm. All right, I'm going to retract your half point. Just give you the full point. Okay. Okay. Number ten, Golden Valley. Andy. Nevada. You are right. Wow. Thank God. All right, two left. Oh, man. I can't believe there's only two left. I wish there was a hundred more. <laughs> Bluggo. Bluggo? Bluggo. Bluggo. Andy. Banana? You are right. <laughs> it's knotted up. You each have five apiece. Whoever gets this one. I'm gonna say this will be the tiebreaker. This will decide who. If you get it, if you buzz in and you're wrong, then you lose. If you buzz in and you're right, you win. All right, I've settled on my strategy. Wow. The final clue: Boulder City. <laughs> Mitch. It's a. It's. Oh, I almost said banana. It's a. It's a bonanza. <laughs> it's Nevada. Mitch, you are correct. You have won bananas oh. for bananas. My strategy was to let Mitch go, and then he was going to get it wrong, and I was going to get it right. <laughs> and I thought that would be a dramatic end. But did but you? It, but did you? But could you have ever thought that the last one would be Boulder City? No, that's what stumped me. A little bit of a swerve. Yeah, but I don't know wow. about that because I knew a guy that grew up in uh, Ladyfinger, Nevada. So I'm not sure all these are right. <laughs> Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Wags, yeah, I have a banana right by my side. Look Fantastic. at that! Wow. And guess that, what, my friends, is the prestige. I gotta give it the the. I gotta give. Uh, I gotta come clean and give it to Andy because 
the answers were written on this banana. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, at, least you, at least you're honest about it. Mitch, how was that tuna sandwich? Did you eat it? I took a bite of it. Um, it was, I, and uh, if you'd noticed during this, when I, I took out my video and then I also muted myself, it's when I took a yeah. bite of the sandwich. Oh. Um, so it was very, very good. It was very nice of my mom, but mm. she will get yelled at later for interrupting, uh, the show with a sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> Today we have an email from Ali Borisek. Ali writes, now that the orange buffoon is out of the office and mm. President Biden has removed his Diet Coke button from the Oval Office. Huge I have mistake. A question. <laughs> one of the best Remo- things, the, one of the only good things Trump ever did is in- install this Diet Coke button. Yeah. Why the hell um, not? I, I mean, I like the idea. I, I like the idea of a button that summons uh, a food stuff. And that brings us to the question. Mm. If there was a button on your remote that you could press that brings one food or drink item to you automatically mm, for the shit. rest of your life, what would it be? Thank you. And go team green tea ice cream with you song. Green tea mochi is the best. So you have a button that mm. can bring you any sort of food stuff. That's what he wanted to shout what out to be? me about green tea ice cream. <laughs> you could have said yeah, anything Ali- you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> people like uh, some people like the green tea ice cream. All right, it's an unnecessary ice cream flavor. I thank Gavel. you, Andy. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that's a great. It's, that's a, it's 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 a great it's a great question. It is yeah. a good mm-hmm. it's a good question. Um, I you know I was thinking about this, mm. uh, and. I kind of want to go back to what Andy was uh, noshing on before we began, an apple. Like, I just kind of think an apple button would be, it's healthy, Mm. and there's never a time when I'm not like, uh, where I'm like, "Ah, I don't want an apple. Like, I I like apples. You could do anything in the world. You could have a steak dinner. You you can do anything in in your- But how often am I going to summon a steak dinner? How often am I going to be sitting on my couch uh, watching a basketball game and be like, I just want a steak dinner right now. But an apple, I could have mm. any time. Yeah, I've, I think the point of the button is that it's something that, that you're going to want with such frequency. Yeah, okay. You know? That's fair. Yeah. So for me, steak dinner. <laughs> it, you know, I, I have been thinking of like, Oh, what if what if Wally and Irma, my cats, uh, Andy, if if they uh, if they walked on the the remote and they hit the button a bunch, and then I, I got a bunch of uh, steak dinners, that could you know the and the, that that that's an issue I've thought of now. You have a remote it's like control a that orders situation. you steak dinners. <laughs> oh, you're talking about in this scenario with a button. In this, yeah. in this scenario, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I would do I, because I'm in L.A. Wags. If I could get a hot, fresh. Uh, Pizzeria Regina from the North End Pizza. Oh, then I then I would delightful. I would want that button, and I, I would use it maybe once a week. It would be bad, but a I would whole pie. I, you think? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, like an apple. I I guess you're right that some sort of thing of like a like that you could eat all the time. That's a snack is good too. Like, what if it just summoned a piece of pizza, like one there slice you go. of pizza? That's a mm. great call. Then guess what? That button's getting worn out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's appropriate given your nickname, Mr. Slice. That's right. Mm. Uh, slice. A slice button for Mr. Slice. There you go. Mm. 
Uh, Andy, anything that come to mind? I think Apple is a good call, but my first, before you said Apple, my first thought was a small quantity of chocolate. Something along the lines oh, of that's fun. a handful of, uh, of uh, semi-sweet chocolate chips, or perhaps some uh, chocolate-covered almonds. Bring me, bring me four mm. chocolate-covered almonds. That's, and then if that's, that's not enough, I just press that button again. Yep. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and you yeah. know what? I, I, I like the idea of it magically appearing or like, you know, like, I'm thinking of it as more of a Bond thing. The 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 Trump button is is sad in the way Nick when you when you broke it down that it's just a buzzer where a man or you know or some some serving person uh, uh, has to bring Trump a diet coke. That's a that's right. a bummer. Yes, but if it is just if it is magical, then it's just yeah, like I a, guess I'm not inconveniencing minutes, anybody. I thought that the button was kind of magical in some sort of way, which <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought about for just a second. I also thought it was rigged into the desk in a more interesting way. I, I Have you seen a photo of it? No. It's just a little box next to the phone with a wire running down. It's like it's a bummer oh. of a buzzer. Oh, man. oh that's ugly. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a little like a like an old style game show button. It's yeah. uh, it's not cool. Yeah, it's it's gotta be under the desk with a hidden wire, like yes. Mr. Burns style. It's gotta be it's gotta be a, a better presentation. Biden got um, rid of the button. He could have just changed it to something that he would like instead. I feel like right, mm. like a glass of buttermilk. What does Biden drink? <laughs> <laughs> well, there has to have been a pre-existing way of ordering something in the in the Oval Office. Like yeah. there has to be a way of saying, could someone get me a Diet Coke? Like maybe even a polite way, like maybe even a way to say, <laughs> to say, please. <laughs> Instead of the, what I assume in the kitchen is like a, like when the, yeah. when the Weber, he pushes the button, just a giant fucking. Yeah. I'm guessing it's a noise. shock collar. It's like, <laughs> there's a guy down there who just gets a terrible buzz. It's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GODO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, you can join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Andy Daly, a treat to finally have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, one of the funniest one of the funniest people on Earth. I one mean, of the funniest human beings yeah. on Earth. Oh. Um, Andy, anything you would like to plug at this time? I can't think of anything to plug. Uh, yep. A Bananas for Bonanza, the podcast, is, uh, yeah, you know, you'll find it on Earwolf. We're, we're waiting to find out if we're going to make more. <laughs> but <laughs> So uh, write a letter to Earwolf. <laughs> write a letter to Scott Aukerman. Write a le- petition the office, ladies. There you go. Yes, petition the, yeah. <laughs> if you're right, if you're being a... Who? Which company now owns Earwolf? I, 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 is it a? It, it was so Stitcher and Earwolf are kind of the same entity, and they were bought by Sirius XM. Oh, so that's Sirius. their big. Yeah, yeah. So mm. Stern, send it to Stern and company. Send it to Sirius. Stern. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, and hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. And until next time, for the Spoonman, aka Mister Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. Want more Doughboys? Check out the Doughscored, our Discord server. You get Dose Scored access plus the Doughboys Double when you join the Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. That's patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast.